Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome again to the Britlinger Bros podcast, along with my brother Ben. I am Matt Britlinger. And uh, Ben, how are things going this week? Things are all right. Kids feeling better and everything? Yeah, everybody's back on the mend. Katie's out in Seattle, so it's just me and the kids for four days. What's she doing out in Seattle? Uh, She had a friend that moved out there earlier this year. And uh, always wanted to go out and visit. So kind of worked out uh, kind of like a birthday present for her to kind of get out and do that. So nice. All right. So uh, you want to start with the Packers? Let's do it. Okay. So I guess the thing that I'll say about the Packers is uh, I'm cheering for the Chiefs only because Andy Reid is their coach. Uh, Otherwise, I wouldn't care who wins. You know, like for years, it's always been like, I just don't want to see the Patriots win another Super Bowl, but they keep winning. Um, and not that I dislike the Patriots like a lot of other people do. I really could care less. I just like to see some variety. Not that, you know, the Patriots win every year. Um, but this year, it's like, you know, Andy Reid used to be um, a coach for the Packers and um, always seemed like a, a likable guy and, um, you know. Who knows what goes on behind the scenes, but I, I was always rooted for him, even though when he was with uh, Philadelphia, I, I I hate the Eagles. I, I don't have a good reason why, but I just really dislike the Eagles, but I've always liked Andy Reid. What, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I was actually thinking about that earlier today because it's like, why do I want Andy Reid to win a Super Bowl when he was the coach of the Eagles and I never really liked it? I had the same thing. I didn't really like the Eagles. Uh, you know, more than outside the NFC North competition. That's like you have those teams that you just don't like and you don't want to see them win. And the Eagles were always one of those teams. But I never had that feeling specifically for Andy Reid. Right, right. And uh, I, 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 when he was with the Eagles, I was fine with him. And then ever since I went to Kansas City, um, you know, I, I've always kind of rooted for him to do well. And, and the Chiefs are fun to watch. I mean, that game last year, I think it was, versus the – Rams, where that was that shootout. That was one of the most fun games I've ever I've ever watched. Um, I mean, Katie even watched that game with me, and she's like, "Who is that quarterback? This is those guys are incredible." Like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, a kid, kid is good, kid is fun to watch. And even when he was out versus the Packers earlier this year, 
you just see the speed that that team had on offense. Right. Like kind right. of blew you away. So, I mean, the Packers won, but it was still just like, man, are they impressive? Yeah, they were, they were really, really fast. And uh, as good as San Francisco's defense is, I don't think they'll be able to, uh, to hold them in check. You know, um, you know, we take pride here at Britlinger Bros Podcast of getting everything wrong. So next week, um, I'm going to probably eat my words. Um, so let me ask you this. What is the most memorable thing about Andy Reid when he was with the Green Bay Packers? Do you, do you have one? I have one, and I think we might have the same one if you can think of it. I don't have one because I don't really remember him specific. I knew he was on the Packers coaching staff, but I don't remember anything specific of him being there. The only thing I remember that sticks out of my mind is actually when he was with the Eagles and Terrell Owens was on there on the team, and he told Terrell Owens that if they win the Super Bowl, he'll wear like his spandex outfit that Terrell Owens always did in, in uh, warm-ups where it was just like a skin-tight, um, oh, like an, like yeah, an Under Armour yeah. pants, an Under Armour shirt. I remember that and, now, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously that would look ridiculous. <laughs> you have seen the clip of him, though, when he was younger, like when he was a kid, and he was in that punt, pass, and kick competition, and he was like twice the size of everybody else like everybody else looked like like 11 and 12 year olds and he looked like a full-grown man in a very tiny helmet yes i i know i watched it it's been so many years ago but i do remember it being ridiculous yeah it's do yourself a favor and just look it up on youtube and it is abs it's just it's great there it's, you can't really describe it you just have to watch it it's uh I, I I laugh every time that even like somebody brings it up, let alone uh, let alone watch it. So, what my memorable thing about Andy Reid is, and it has really nothing to do with him, but it was it was there was a clip like an NFL Films thing where uh, Brett Favre was talking to Andy Reid, and uh, he was saying, "You think Coach would be mad if he knew that I had a dip in right now?" <laughs> And Andy Reid didn't really do anything about it. It was just like, I don't know. <laughs> but just like that interaction, just you could just tell that uh, the players really liked him and knew that, you know, they respected what he did. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that goes a long way because, you know, not everybody's like that. Not everybody can relate to players. Um, I think maybe... And that's what I heard, too, is that there's, you know, when you listen to people that have played for Andy Reid, they say, you know, it's... Uh, that he's a player's coach and they, but not a player's coach that gets away, let him get away with everything. It's a player's coach. Like they want to win for their coach. Right. And that, that's different. Right. Right. No, I, I get that. It's uh, it's funny. You mentioned Terrell Owens because I wanted, I wanted to bring this up, but I didn't know if I wanted to do it this episode or like save it for later, but I might as well do it now. Um, you know, we, we've talked before about, it's tougher to deal with the Packers losing than it is to celebrate when they win. And one of the times, like, I mean, we were in high school when uh, the 49ers beat the Packers in the playoffs where Terrell Owens had that catch. And I still am not, you know, like, I'm over that game. Like, it's, you know, whatever. But I'm still not, you know. Like, the Packers should have been in the NFC Championship game that year because we beat the 49ers because Jerry Rice fumbled the ball 
We got it. We could have ran out the clock. Game over. They said it wasn't a fumble. And then that catch happened. I'm still not over it. It it bugs me to this day. Um, you know, I can still obviously sleep at night and everything. But everybody, when anybody brings up that game or brings up, like, playoff losses, I always go to that game. And it always bothers me. One, because they say it's one of the greatest football games in NFL history. And... They talk about the catch, too, and how great it was. And they completely ignore the fact that they shouldn't have even had the ball and the Packers should have won. Like, there's not even, you know, any controversy about it. That's what should have happened. Um, you could say everything about um, the uh, the Saints last year and that pass interference. That's basically... Not a controversy either because, yeah, that was pass interference. But one could make the argument that, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm trying to articulate here, but one can still make the argument that the Saints still had time to go and win that game because um, the, the offense got the ball back or the offense still had the ball. And they had it in, in overtime too. And breeze through that interception. But the Packers never had a chance to go on offense to do anything there. And that's 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 what bothers me. Um, it So to me, like, out of any Packer loss, that one is still, like, the worst one that I've ever dealt with. I know you've brought this game up before in the podcast, and I think it might have actually been more than one. So it would be interesting to look back and see how many podcasts that you have discussed that game. Um, you know, when all is said and done, say that we do like 50 podcasts or something like that. I think 47 of them will bring up that game, <laughs> you know, and, and, and here's the thing. So I've obviously this happened like over 20 years ago, so I've had time to think about it. So hear me out. All right. Terrell Owens, what is, what is his legacy? Like when you hear the name Terrell Owens, what do you think of? Uh, lifting weights in his driveway. Okay, what else? Probably that game. So so that's it. That's all you think of Terrell Owens is he made that catch that game and he lifts weights in his driveway. You don't think of anything else of him as like a diva or anything else like that? Well, I mean, the lifting weights in your driveway, that whole situation, that was definitely diva-like. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was just that. As far as a player in production on the field, I know he was good, but... You know, there's no Super Bowls, and he was a problem at a lot of places he went. So there's not this, oh, all these games and all these wins that they had and championships and, and the like. It's You tend to, unless you maybe are, like, that's your favorite team with any of the teams that he was on, I don't really remember him for really anything else. But he was, he was a high-profile Hall of Famer sought attention, diva. Basically, he's not somebody that, say that you have a son or daughter that's really into sports and they look up to, to Terrell Owens. You don't, as a parent, you don't want that, do you? No. Okay. So, here's my thing. If we could rewrite history and the Packers weren't cheated out of that game, I don't know how much you remember about that game, but Terrell Owens had a lot of dropped passes. Do you remember that or no? Yeah, I, that's right, because it was so much made about his redemption. 
right. of uh, making that catch after kind of screwing up throughout the game. Yeah, like he was crying at the end because, and and again, like that moment in itself, and he is a person, and I'll, you know, give him all the credit in the world for, you know, having that. And it, I think it was true emotion. I don't think he was, you know, showing off or anything else like that. But here's the, the overall, the overall umbrella of it. If Jerry Rice was called for, like, fumbling the ball, the Packers recover, then that game is known as Terrell Owens screwing things up, for the most part, for 49ers fans, right? Yep. So that happens, then there's going to be a lot of fans and people that, and even probably teammates that don't have the faith in him to make tough catches, to be that number one wide receiver, the world is a better place. <laughs> Our world as it exists right now would have been a better place if that call would have gone in the Packers' favor correctly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think on your tombstone, something about this game is going to be written. Yes, it might be in the fine print because I don't want to, like tick off our family or whatever but that's that's my feeling about it and i'm sticking to it i think that that is like legitimately correct our the whole world right now is worse because that call went wrong if that call would have gone right then people wouldn't have been as drawn to terrell owens he may have been become more of a humble person and appreciated the opportunities that he had and maybe not thought so inwardly, maybe thought outwardly. And maybe he would have been a better person for it. So I've thought about this on a couple of different levels, and I think I'm right. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Huh. It reminds me of that collage that Colin Quinn made about uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, anyways, uh, if you want to dispute me on this, you can always email us at <laughs> BritlingerBrosPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, it's sad to say that nobody emailed me in the past, emailed us in the past week about the feet thing, because I really, really thought that we would have gotten <laughs> something, but still nothing. I even checked, like, the, the social folder and the promotion folder, nothing, so... Mm -hmm. I was like, ah, oh, man. However, I can go back and look at and see how many plays we got out of each episode. And so out of the first four, the first one has the most plays with about like 20. Um, the second one uh, is not so much. The third one has more plays. And then this last one only has five, but that's been it's been less than a week. Mm -hmm. Also, I guess that means that mom hasn't listened to it yet. I know she was waiting for her data to re uh, to re up. Well, I mean, all she can, all she has to do is to go to work and then download it. You're you're putting too much faith in her technology. Okay, I gotta get it. I, I did tell her this, but I mean, she's coming over Saturday to watch my kids, so maybe she'll she'll do that then. I got a work Christmas party to go to. Okay, which you know, it's feb. It's gonna be February. That's kind of how how we do things. It's uh, you know, you get a group of people together, and it's hard to make a decision. And I'm not doing anybody any favors because I just don't care. You know, I was like, yeah, whenever we can do it, we'll do it. 
you know, we'll, we'll make time. And if I can't make it, I can't make it. But, but we'll go. I'll make some jalapeno poppers and it'll be a good time. And then you're here next weekend. That's right. So how are we going to do this? Our, next Thursday, are we going to have another podcast together? Or are we going to wait until you're here and do it then? Or are we going to do both? Um, why don't we do both? Or at least plan for both. That way if something comes up during the week and right. I'm recovered. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. And then really on Saturday, who knows if that's going to work or Sunday or when we're going to try to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I I understand. I understand. So we'll we'll plan for next Thursday to do this again and uh and go from there. So all right. Um well moving on from the Packers and really I I'm surprised that you don't have more you're not more in awe by my findings because I, I think it's foolproof. I don't I don't <laughs> think that anybody can can argue against my findings here. The world would be a better place. No, I mean, it's a little disturbing the amount of thought you put into all of this. But... Okay. Um, you broke up there, so I'm just going to move on. Uh, nah. So there's a couple of things that I think about. So before, so I was asking you when you wanted to do this. I was just, just texting you. And then all of a sudden, I, I I was up on my roof. I was shoveling my roof, and then it's like it said five minutes, and so that's why I had to like run down here. Be like, oh, five minutes, because um, I think the snow on my roof is about up to my waist. And on top of that, every other year I have this uh, this huge Uper scooper that I use to help with the snow. Well, I kind of bent that thing too much where now it it doesn't work anymore it just would dig into the shingles so i'm just using a a big shovel and it sucks so it sounds like you need to go buy a new uper scooper yeah but i i have another one but it's really really old and heavy and it just doesn't help as much but what i want to ask you is how old are kids going to be when you can put them on a roof with you to help shovel it off? Um, 14. 14? So you're saying I got some years. Yeah. I mean, was that how old we were when we started going up on Grandma's roof and shoveling off? And I, I, th I think that sounds about right. I have no idea. Um, um, yeah, I... It's, Probably. I couldn't tell you one way or the other, but that that sounds about right. I don't know why there's not more A-frames up there. I mean, just because like down here, there's never a time where you're going to have to go up and shovel your roof off, really. Yeah. Uh, but I remember, was it last year, the year before, going up north, and Auntie Mary and Uncle Gary had hired some kids to go and shovel their roof off of their house. And, man, it was just like, I mean, you could almost not see the house anymore after they shoveled it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year, my son, who was five at the time, um, he was up on the roof with me and, and I let him jump off because the snowbank was basically right there. Like, 
I could go climb up that snowbank and then climb onto the roof because the snowbanks were that high. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing, too, is that, you know, obviously I wouldn't have any kids go up on my roof. It's so high, and there's not a lot of snow down low. So you fall off, you're like breaking a leg, where, you know, when we were shoveling off Grandma Mary's roof growing up, yeah, you could s- slip and fall and slide off the roof, and you'd be fine. I think we were doing that on, far. If, if I'm not mistaken, I think we were doing that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The one thing I remember not wanting to do was when we shoveled off the roof of her garage and then we had to get rid of the snow in the driveway. That sucked. That was a pain. Yep. Because you you shovel a bunch of snow and then you have to shovel that same snow somewhere else. But I know last year up here, there was a lot of different um, houses and garages and everything that collapsed because we had so much snow. And, uh, you know... This winter hasn't been all that bad, but it the storms that we've gotten, we've gotten a lot of snow. There haven't been many storms, but the ones that we've gotten have, uh, have been big ones. Also, on the weekends or on holidays. So, I've only had one uh, snow day so far this year. I feel like I need some more. Do you remember when we were kids and Aunt Mary and Uncle Gary were building that house? And it was a Dickinson yes. home, so they built the, you know, formed up and blocked the basement and got that all built. And then before the house was delivered to set on the foundation, it snowed like crazy. Yep. So then they set that, then they set the house down and we had to go over there and basically shovel out the basement and through those like that kind of uh, side entrance yeah. and shovel all the snow up. Yeah. We had Uper scoopers, shovels and a snowblower. And one person was in charge of having, of snow blowing the snow that we were shoveling out of the basement. Yep. It was, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, Ben. It was ridiculous. Well, if Uncle Gary was going to call it anything, he'd call it a Connors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I mean, again, now, you know, 20 some years later, it's, uh, it's just one of those things that you can like laugh about and it's a good story. But at the time I don't, uh, I mean, obviously they're willing to help and everything, but I think my inner dialogue was what the heck am I even doing here? See, I don't remember being like, I just remember like going there and like, all right, we're going to shovel out this basement. It wasn't like a big deal or a big mistake or anything. It was like, yeah, we're all together shoveling. It's kind of fun. Well, I, I didn't obviously didn't think that, you know, I didn't have like anger towards the situation or anything like that, but it's just one of those things that you like scratch your head about. Like I'm in a basement shoveling snow out of it. That's not something that normal people do. No, I, I don't. I, I think if you were to survey a hundred people to see if they've ever done that before, 
yeah, you're not going to get a, you might not get any yeses unless they're asking you or me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, sw- switching gears here, um, you know, if people go and like try to, they find our show where we're labeled under comedy. And I think you and I have discussed that this isn't really a comedy, just more so two people getting everything wrong. And so that's, that's the comedy of it. But you used to be funny. <laughs> I've, I've never really been funny. I've been entertaining from time to time, but I've never, I don't think anybody is going to like label me. as like, Oh yeah, Matt, he's, he's like a really funny guy. But I remember, uh, one of the guys that you worked with during uh, your road construction years said something to the fact that it's like, if you're never get to be on like SNL or, or something like that, that he was going to kill you. Oh, that's right. I can't remember that kid's name, but he had two different colored eyes and he was a little crazy. So I could see him hunting me down and killing me. Was it uh Max Scherzer? No, but you kind of looked like him. It's the only person I know that has like, different colored eyes so when did you quit being funny like (laughs) i I guess you're from your perspective because you know like when you and i get together and everything i still find you funny but um i don't think people would like view you as being oh yeah ben he's a funny funny person um i don't know i think uh i think people still find me funny i've got my my moments the big thing is that you know, I got little kids, so what am I gonna? They, I mean, they find me funny. I think in a in a dad way. Um, right. Katie the whole, does the whole not. Thing. Yeah, Katie does not find me funny, and never has found me funny. So that's uh, that might be part of it there. That's kind of where I was going but, to. Um, you know, uh, when did you and her meet? Like you were like what twenty twenty one years old? I, I met her when I was twenty. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, I I just remember that like from the beginning like it, it's either she didn't get your sense of humor or she just didn't find you funny like at all to which I just found hilarious <laughs> not not like I, in no way am I like you know knocking her like her sense of humor or or whatever but um what I always found funny, like especially at the beginning of your guys' relationship, was you still tried to be funny all the time, and her expression was a lot of like rolling the eyes, and so yeah. I I don't think that she thought that you were funny, but thought you were amusing, of you trying to be funny, and I think that's what all like eventual wives think of their husbands. Like I don't I don't think that Lauren ever really found me funny. But whenever I try to be funny, like especially now that we've been married for a while, um, not even like you know the rolling eyes amusing. I think she just finds it annoying. Or she's makes... heard it all before. Yeah, but that that also makes me want to do it more. Like if you're annoying your significant other, don't you feel like you're doing your job and need to keep doing it? Well, to a point, but she just doesn't like get any of my humor like when we're coming up north there's this little town between appleton and green bay called freedom and every time it passed i've stopped doing it because it's been doing it so much but every time we get to the sign that says one mile to freedom i always just look at her and nod and go one mile to freedom and which (laughs) i find funny and she just like 
what <laughs> what are you talking about i but, have uh, <laughs> I, but yeah I, the one the one thing that um one of my buddies and his wife always bring up is we're out like on on the lake on his boat uh just kind of cruising around this was years ago and uh i just look over at him like one what the poor people are doing right now which is like a joke that others have made oh yeah but uh he brings that up that they or they bring that up constantly it's so whenever they ha- whenever they have an opportunity to just say that of whatever we're doing uh they'll they'll do that as well for that i feel it's more about the timing you know it's something that everybody's heard before um yeah you know like my my coworker bloom it's not that he says all these things original or that are original it's just his timing of it is some people have a knack for it some people don't um i i definitely don't but i still try i think more more or less to like amuse myself um a story that i have like your freedom one is in between you know like lawrence is from like the detroit metro area so um right now her mom lives in uh west bloomfield and her dad lives a little bit outside of ann arbor i'm i can't think of uh the town right now um it 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 doesn't matter what the, the name of the town is but there's um, an exit in between those two places where when you go down to visit, we obviously have to go visit, you know, both mom, her mom and dad. And uh, there's a place called Kensington Road, which sounds like the most pompous place in the world. So whenever we get to that, I'm just like, oh, yes, Kensington. I got to stop by there if we go and check the stables. You know, like just that and from lauren's end it's just basically nothing now to where she was kind of like tunes me out so when we were there for christmas that was you know of course i made the same joke again and i don't even think you know she's sitting right next to me she can obviously hear me but it's one of those things that's like eh, it's just white noise i don't have to listen to this and there was no reaction from her whatsoever um which you know makes me like i'm gonna sit down one day and be like okay what are all these things like because it reminds me of and we've talked about you know the show parks and rec before but like pawnee and eagleton um, yeah and so like basically kensington is the same thing as eagleton um kind of like your uh th- that town by you middleton it's middleton right yep yeah that's to me, whenever I go visit you and we we drive by Middleton, and I'm like, oh, there's Eagleton. <laughs> I, I don't even know if that place is, like, really nice or not, but uh, uh, it had to do with their sign. And for life of me, I don't remember what the sign is, but it sounded semi-racist. <laughs> Middleton or Eagleton? Middleton. Oh, I don't know what their slogan is, but it's very, it's always voted, like, one of the top places to live. Okay. Um, so it is a... You know, I guess your description of it is somewhat accurate. Okay, maybe it's... And I remember it now because I, I read the sign wrong. I don't know what the sign actually says, but um, but how I read it, and it was when we went golfing uh, this past summer, it says Middleton, where the good people live. That's how I read it. It's That's not what the sign says, but it says where the good people live. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, you know... Okay, because I think it is a it's a good place to live or something yeah. like that. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, so all the you know, 
all the crackheads live in the surrounding areas, but only the only the good people live here. Like you have to have your credentials in order in order to uh, to live there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, no. Getting back to whether I'm funny or not, but um, you know, I think you and I got the points. Obviously, we lived together for 18 years. So what I would do eventually when I'd make a joke and you'd just kind of ignore it was I would then not just give up. I would explain the joke and I would over explain knowing full well that you heard it and had no reaction. And then that would just piss you off. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I do that same thing at work all the time with my students. Cause you know, I'm a math teacher, so I do lame jokes. And so Mm -hmm. What makes the joke even better is if I explain it to them and they, you know, they chuckle, but obviously like roll their eyes too, but it makes it entertaining, you know? So that's kind of, that's kind of where I am with that at this point in my, in in my life, because I mostly hang out with a six-year-old and a four-year-old and, uh, they think a lot of things are funny. Like for example, uh, for New Year's Eve, when we were at Brent and Sheena's, uh, they have one of those Alexa things. Again, I don't know what it's called, so I sound old. Um, the Amazon Alexa. Yeah, that that, that thing, and um, the, all that they kept just doing over and over, saying Alexa fart, and Alexa would fart, and then it said like fart louder, and it would fart louder, and then it would define the word fart. So really, there's not much that goes into having my kids think something's funny. It, it doesn't take much. You need to look up the SNL skit of uh, Alexa for old people. Oh, Alexa Silver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course I've seen that. Of course I've seen that. That, that one's pretty good. Um, and also relatable. Unfortunately. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. So, uh, you got a sponsor for us this week, Ben? I don't. I do. I don't know. PBR coffee? Oh, God. Yeah. When did that become a thing? I've, I've never <laughs> even read, heard of that before. Did you read the box that contains milk? I was like, oh, that's what I want to get my milk from is PBR. Yeah. Beer, coffee, and milk. That just doesn't, that doesn't sound very good. Um. Is it just a? I mean, is it just a hard coffee made by Pabst Ribbon, or is it actually coffee-flavored beer? I don't know, and I'm probably never going to find out. Uh, you might find out at Winterfest. I might, but uh, I don't know if I. I don't know if I really want to. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll skip that morning breakfast. Yeah. Um. All right. So. I'll go ahead and do our sponsor. Today we are sponsored by Ben Gay, helping old people relive their glory days since 1954. Is that exactly when it came out or you just make up that I'm date? just I'm just making it up. And uh but the reason being it is like the uh, there's a basketball tournament in Nagani every year called the NITs, the Nagani Invitational Tournament. And as That's kids, so- yeah, as kids we we'd go there and watch, you know, like the, the class A games where he had jumping Jack Kelly and like other people, you know, that we thought were famous but weren't really famous, uh, play basketball. And it goes all the way to like, you know, the 45 and older 
division and everything else like that. And I remember, um, cause th they didn't have it for a few years and they're having it back again this year. And one of the last years that they had it, I, I went to watch Brent's dad play and that whole gym just smelled of Ben Gay. It was just <laughs> like, that was, that was the smell. Like if you go and you, you know, step foot into an outhouse and like how stenchy that crap smell is, it was just as powerful of a stench of Ben Gay going into that gymnasium. And I'm like, wow, man. These guys really don't want to feel much pain during this basketball game, which I can understand. I mean, I, I'm i not even 40 yet, and I go and I play you know, sports with my students and, and everything, and at the end, I'm hurting. But to have a bunch of guys like that have on there, like, it was completely overpowering. So, anyways, that's our sponsor. Um, if anybody listening is associated with the Ben Gay products and wants to yell at me for, I don't know, false representation, you can always email us at BrentlingerBrosPodcast at gmail.com. So with that, before we go, over under, Ben. We're at episode five right now. How many episodes is it going to be where somebody emails us? Um, let's see here. Let's go 40. 40? Mm-hmm. I'd take the under on 40. Nobody's listening. I know, but people could listen by accident. When's the last time you accidentally listened to a podcast? I've never listened to a podcast, <laughs> which again is like, what, how did I come up with this idea? I mean, I, I understand it. So, so here's how I came up with the idea is that new year, new me. I'm like, I'm going to do more things. I'm going to be, you know, working on music more. I always wanted to have just like, you know, if I had a million dollars, what would you, what would you do? I was like, oh, I'd like to just do a talk show with my brother. That would be a lot of fun. And it is fun. It's not entertaining for other people, but it's entertaining for me. Yeah. And so I thought, it's like, like, oh, it. man, you know, I, I'm being the real go-getter this year. And then I stopped and thought about it a little bit more. I was like, am I having a midlife crisis instead? <laughs> if this is the midlife crisis, that's good. It's not like you're... There's, there's a lot worse ways to have a midlife crisis than to do a podcast. Right. But I guess my point is, is that at first I was like proud of myself. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going out there, going out there and getting her. I'm, I'm, I'm doing more things with my life, being more productive. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm just realizing that I'm about halfway to death and I got to start doing something with my life that I find interesting. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm not buying a motorcycle, slicking back my hair and finding a leather jacket. That's, I mean, when I was a kid, that's what I thought a midlife crisis was. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, I guess it takes all forms, but, uh, but you know, that's, that's basically it. That's my, I, I've come to terms that it's a midlife crisis. 
So. so that means I'm having a midlife crisis too, since I'm part of this. No, I just dragged you into it. You didn't really have any say. I was like, hey, I'm going to start doing this. You should do it too. And you're just like, okay. I mean, I'm driving home from work anyways. I don't have to really do anything else. Right? That's true. It's just very little effort on my part. Right. I have to go even back. When I said, even when I was talking about, we'll do the segment of Ben asks a question. Yeah, do it. <clears throat> have I thought up of any question or anything to ask so far? No. Yeah. I will eventually. Well, keep, keep in mind that these things are better when you talk more because we've already established that uh, you're way more funny than I am because you actually are funny or were funny. I, we're, we're old now. I don't think we're funny anymore. But, uh, I mean, do you think you're still funny or no? Like, compare 22-year-old Ben to 32-year-old Ben to 39-year-old Ben. Which one was the funniest? Probably 22. I don't remember 32-year-old Ben. The whole life between, I guess, 28 to now is a blur. And right now is not a blur because it's right now. Like, right. in five years, I won't remember any of this either. Okay, well, to put it in context, I got married at 32. Um, also, I think Maggie was born when you were 31 or 32. 31, yep. 31, okay. So, so just to, to give you that. All right, well. So, anyways. So, just, again, we're now at uh, creeping up on 40 minutes, which we said we'd keep it to a half hour. Obviously, we can't do that. Um, so, next week, let's keep it to under 50 minutes so we can hit our goal. I'm with you. All right. Um, well, Ben, thanks for uh, being on the horn, and um, I'll probably talk to you tomorrow or the next day. So uh, with that, thanks for tuning in and wasting another 40 minutes of your life. Um, we got more episodes, too, so if you want to keep wasting your time, uh, click on the other ones. And, hey, email. What did we say? 40? Yep, email 40, or the 40th episode. 40th episode, okay. So yeah, under 40 episodes, we're going to get an email. I can feel it. We only have 36 more to go, or 35 more to go. So, uh, Mom, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully you can cook me something for dinner on Saturday, and uh, watch my kids for me. Uh, with that, anybody else that's listening, have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>